Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. You're listening to the Bears Brothers podcast and postgame show, the place where Bears fans across the globe hang out online after every Bears game. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Bears Brothers Podcast. This is your host, Will DeWitt, and I'm sure I'm not alone when I say that I wish it was time for kickoff already. 13 days since the last Bears game has just been far too many. Still, we've had a great week over here getting geared up for this game. On Tuesday, we met the Miami Dolphins, and on Thursday, we shared our in-depth game preview. And don't forget, Will Ingles on Friday shared his five matchups of the game, which means there's only one thing to do between now and kickoff. And that's, of course, to go through my weekly three keys of the game. So what are going to be the three keys that will unlock a Bears victory in Miami? Let's find out. And this week's first key, win the ever-important turnover battle. If the Chicago Bears want to limit Miami's chances of winning this game, a great way to do so would be to win the turnover battle. It's hard to win games on the road, and the level of difficulty rises exponentially if you're on the wrong side of this. For the Bears' offense, It's going to be key to take care of the football. Miami's defense, they're tied with the Bears for the second most takeaways on the season, which is 11, and over 90% of those turnovers have been interceptions. That means all lies on Mitch. Can Trubisky take care of the ball? He must. And if Trubisky ends up having multiple turnovers like he did against Seattle and Arizona, it's going to give Miami some momentum at home, which is exactly what the Bears do not want to happen coming off their bye week. Now, looking at the other side of this equation, the Bears' defense does appear to have a great opportunity to snag a few more takeaways this week. The Dolphins' offense, they have turned the ball over nine times so far this year, which is tied for the fifth most in the league. If the Bears can find a way to come out and come away with turnovers, and if the offense takes care of the ball on their end, the Bears really should win this game. Now, I'm not saying that the Bears' offense must not turn the ball over. Obviously, that's the goal each and every week, but say if they made one mistake, I don't think that's going to be a backbreaker this week. Rather, the Bears must find a way to just be on the right side of this battle. Nick brought up a great stat in the Game Preview Podcast. Last year, the Dolphins were winless when they lost a turnover battle, and turnovers, of course, played a crucial part in the Dolphins' demise against Cincinnati last week, as you saw with that second-half collapse. Let's go ahead and look at the second key this week, which is going to be Never let Ryan Tannehill get comfortable. Pressure, pressure, pressure. It's been well reported, and we've had some great discussions on it this week, but just to hit the point home one more time, the Bears' defensive front has a huge advantage against the beaten and battered Dolphins offensive line that's down at least a couple of starters. 
this unit should have no problem whatsoever doing what they have all season, and that is, of course, getting to opposing quarterbacks at will. The Dolphins, they have given up over 50 pressures this season, and the Bears of the team have 70, and they also lead the league in sacks per game at 4.5. The Dolphins' offense has struggled this season, and their inability to protect Tannehill, give him a clean pocket, or allow him really any time to allow some longer plays to develop has really held this team back. He's had to get rid of the ball quickly, so for the Bears, if they can apply pressure early and often, Miami's offense should virtually have no chance. Their running game, really nothing to worry about, 22nd in the league, and the Bears' defense, of course, is best in the NFL at stopping the run. Putting the game in Tannehill's hand and not allowing him a moment to really get comfortable is the exact recipe to follow. He's had issues protecting the ball this season. In five games, he's thrown five interceptions, and he's fumbled the ball four times. Chicago has been making the most of the opportunities and have been advantageous with forcing takeaways. Just look at what they did against Tampa Bay's offense. All of it came down to constant pressure and solid coverage. If they replicate just that, Miami's going to just struggle all game long. Get to Tannehill. Rattle him. Force him to beat you with his arm in decision making, and good things are going to follow. Remember, Ryan Tannehill's passer rating is only 58.5, and he's only completing 46.4% of his throws when under pressure this season. So it's just. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's going to be crucial for the Bears to, of course, get in his face early and often and just not allow him a single moment to build any confidence or get comfortable whatsoever. The final key this week is all about the offense continuing to be aggressive, especially right out of the gate. The Bears have been one of the better teams in the league with scoring points in the first quarter. Right now, they average a touchdown in the game's first 15 minutes, which is good for a tie for the fifth best in the NFL. In week four against Tampa Bay, the Bears put up 14 points in the first quarter, and we all witnessed exactly what that did. First, it demoralized Tampa, and second, it gave Trubisky and the rest of the Bears' offense tremendous confidence as they coupled that confidence with that aggressive mindset and just made it a blowout by halftime. Taking a look at Miami, they have had a hard time of scoring in the first quarter. In fact, right now, they're 30th in the NFL, only scoring 1.8 points in the first quarter of games on average. That's less than a field goal. So if the Bears' offense comes out swinging and can put Miami behind early, they'll have to play catch-up. And their offense that struggled all season long, they're going to have to pull out a miracle to come back against the Bears' defense. Ryan Tannehill, he's no Aaron Rodgers. So for the Bears to orchestrate some early scoring drives, it's going to be crucial. It'll force Miami to play from behind, and it'll turn that crowd, which you know I'm going to presume is going to be uh, with a heavy dose of Bears fans in attendance, into one that's no factor, or maybe one that's even louder in the Bears' favor. It's going to be like playing a home game. Of course, uh, when and if the Bears get that early lead, it would be key for them to keep the foot on the gas just like they did against Tampa Bay. So for the Bears to come out, force Miami to play from behind right out of the gate, I think it's going to be a very crucial key to this game. All right, that's it. If the Bears just win the turnover battle, never let Ryan Tannehill have a moment to breathe, and come away with a couple scores early, 
the Bears really should find themselves with back-to-back wins against Floridian teams, and of course, their first four-win streak since 2012. Now I gotta run. Uh, My flight to Miami is coming up in just a couple of hours. I'm very excited to meet Brandon and Nick and a whole bunch of Bears fans down there, so one last call if you're going to be in the area or at least going to the game. Don't shy away from reaching out on Twitter, Facebook, or just send me an email, will at thebearsbros.com, as all of us would really love to meet you. But until next time, let's go get that win. And of course, bear down, Chicago. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com.